0: What's up, everybody? You're listening to Podcastrophy. You can find us by searching Podcastrophy on all of your favorite podcasting platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and more. You can also find us at journeyintocomics.com. We drop a new episode every single Thursday. Be sure to subscribe to Podcastrophy to get the show and exclusive content. We record each episode live every Tuesday around 5:30 Eastern Standard Time, and you can watch that on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Just follow Podcast via on any of those platforms, and be sure to chat with us. Also, be sure to check out the Journey into Comics Network and all of its amazing shows. Now, on with the show. The following, following the following is journey, into comic. journey into comics, journey into comics, journey into comics, journey into, comic. journey into comics, journey into comics network, 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 network. network. Production. What's up ladies and gentlemen this kind is podcastrophy you haven't heard my voice in a while this is old dad big ty papa t the spookiest of boys because it is the month of october and it is also my month of birth i'm almost 30 years old close close, this, close. this is dave
1: hey what's up it's me dave
0: he's uh He's also a spooky boy. I'm
1: always, a, in, any any month, I'm always a spooky boy. He's
0: spooky. Um, Bear with us, folks, while we do this, because um, we are dealing with uh, technical difficulties.
1: Quite a bit. Quite a bit of technical difficulties.
0: Uh, We're doing our best to work through them. Try this that way. and see if it makes a difference. Is this better? Is oh, this better? that's much better. Ooh, I can, okay. I can turn you down a little bit. Ooh. Try that. How's this? How's this? Perfect. Perfection. Awesome. All right. So uh, again, just bear with us. This is not going to be one a super long episode. Two, a super uh, grandiose production. That's because, all you need. Because Dave and I uh, were just spooky boys, and we're not we're not robot boys. We're not robo boys. We're not robo boys not and, at all. And uh, this is. Uh, just- tech- technology hurts our brain meats sometimes. Just two spooky boys in the city. <laughs> not robo boys. <laughs> we wish we were robo boys. Um, but yeah, Dave and I just spent the last f- probably 40 minutes uh, trying to get our recording device slash software slash hardware and all of that to function. And yep. it, it was not easy.
1: Well, Tyler did most of it. I just kind of thought about potato chips.
0: Uh which is weird because I was also thinking about potato <laughs> chips. What? Literally the entire time. That's probably why it took us so long. Um, Sounds about right. To 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 get where we're at. But uh, so for anyone that's obviously been listening, Dave has been filling in for me in my yeah. interim. Um, it's been fun, but I've missed you. We've we have kind of a musical chairs of podcasting situation going on with with you right now. I've. Still got a lot going on with um, work and school, and um, I'm not really available on Tuesdays anymore uh, because of school. And then Wednesday, I have some family commitments and whatnot, so Dave has stepped up to the plate, which has been fantastic, very much appreciated. No problem. I do what I can. Happy Uh, to help. But uh, such is the... Just kind of the the trend of the season. It's the fall. It's getting to be the holidays. It's getting spooky. Getting spooky. As we've alluded to uh, over a dozen times so (laughs) far. Um, It's like the busiest time of the year for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's it's the time of pumpkin patches and and trick-or-treat. And then shortly after that, we've got Thanksgiving, which is... You know, one of the most stressful holidays of the year for everybody, and then you roll that right into Christmas, which is even more stressful. (laughs) Well, I mean, yes, and it's 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 really sad because it's stressful for an an entirely different set of reasons. Yes, you know, with Thanksgiving, I and I don't I don't know uh, you person like I don't know personally like what stresses you about holidays, but we've talked about it on the show in the past. For me, it's I'm a person that likes to be in control and that's why right. like over the last couple of years I've slowly uh, slowly taken control of my family's Thanksgiving where i'm I'm setting the time frames and okay um you know, I'm cooking the meals and stuff like that because especially now you know I'm married we've got a little girl right I've got to do like six Thanksgivings instead of the majority of my life I've only just done one the one yeah, right so. That was culture shock for me um, now that I'm, you know, almost 30 years old. We're getting old, Dave. I know we are, man. It sucks. Um, but you've, you've got, like, fighting the grocery store and getting the meals prepared. Which is and then, never that much fun. No, and then Black Friday shopping and stuff like that. But then, like, Christmas, it's like, for a long time, and I apologize for anybody listening to it, I'm still fighting a cold. Um, but, like, with Christmas, you've got... And I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, for a long time, I thought that once I, like, became a, a contributing member of society that, like, I had to buy all my family, like, illustrious gifts and I had right. to get my yeah. friends' gifts and stuff like that. And, and I finally dialed all that back because none of that shit matters. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I've, I've always had that problem where, like, I want to buy stuff for everyone, but I'm like, I, I can't
1: do that. And
0: well, uh, it's like... You know, my grandma gets me stuff for Christmas or for my birthday every year. It's like, you don't... uh, Thank you. Right, yeah. You don't have to. Exactly, If I want something, I'll go get it, you know? So it's just... It's a weird... It's a weird time of the year. It really
1: is. I agree. I agree. And then you got like... You know, spending more time with family, um, I don't know, family situation. My family's just pretty okay, but it still could be stressful. for You
0: spend time with people that you don't normally spend a lot of time with. You know, yep. aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers and sisters, the whole shebang. Drunk uncles. Drunk uncles, drunk racist uncles. Drunk racist uncles. Drunk racist uh, super right-wing political uncles. Yep. The drunk racist super left-wing aunts. Because everyone has one of those, yep, too. Yep, there's one. There's always one. Um, it's just, man, it is just, it is the season of stress. Yes. And, um, you know, if anyone has listened to this show in the past or knows me personally, I'm kind of a Scrooge when it comes to Christmas. And, like, my wife and I had this conversation today. And it's, it's ironic that we're talking about this. We, we took Ruby to the pumpkin patch today. Oh, nice. i sure you saw our nice little pumpkins outside. I did, yeah. We go to the same pumpkin patch every year. We've been going to the same pumpkin patch for a long time. I went there um, when I was a kid. Nice, that's awesome. Um, the Congress Street Church. You know where Columbia okay. Park's at? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, The big church that's right across from Columbia Park. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right there on Main Street where they're they're tearing the road up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I know where you're at. Talk about it? Um, so that church, when I was in um, elementary school, I would go there. The one year that I went to Oakland, I would go there for their after-school program or whatever. Okay. And the people were all really nice. It wasn't like – obviously, it's it's church, so it's religious. Yeah. But it wasn't like in your face. They weren't pressing it. They know. weren't trying to cram the Bible down my throat. Just good. You know, So I, I got to know some of those people. And – like all the pumpkins are donated. Oh, All cool. the money from the pumpkin patch is then donated back into the community. Children, homeless, oh, nice, needy kids. I mean, the whole the whole gamut of of uh, worthwhile charities. This church does what a church should do: give to the sick, the needy, right? And the poor. You know, they they not just, just give to themselves. Not Joel Osteen and and have yep. billion dollar properties and and private jets and and that. You know, that whole shebang. Yeah. So we really enjoyed going there. But back to my, my Scrooge thing, like, we went, Ruby picked out a pumpkin right away. I was letting Skylar pick out a pumpkin, and then I was going to get one. We were each going to get a pumpkin. And Skylar's like, well, we, you know, we're going to carve pumpkins, and I hate carving pumpkins. Really? I hate it. Hate carving pumpkins? It's just a waste, man.
1: Kind of is, and then
0: and then you got to deal with a rotten pumpkin.
1: It's true they don't they don't last nearly as long when you. You know, cut I
0: use when I was a teenager, I used to smash fucking people's pumpkins because it was hilarious. Now I feel bad about it. <laughs> now you feel real bad. I feel real bad about <laughs> it, man, because I just went and spent thirty dollars on pumpkins. If someone smashed my thirty dollars worth the pumpkins, I'd be pissed. I'd be real pissed. Yeah, just right down the drain. I'd be a spicy spooky boy. I'd be spicy. But not a Robo boy. Not a ro- Robo spicy spooky boy. Just just a spicy spooky <laughs> spicy boy. Spicy spooky boy. Um, so yeah, and it's like I used to get a real Christmas tree every year for myself, and then I would I I try and take care of my grandma as much as I can, so I would get right. her a Christmas tree, you know, a real tree. For a long time, I thought was kind of a privilege, or not necessarily a privilege, but like a treat. Treat. Right. Yeah. Um. But man, they're a fucking pain in the ass they to take are care a of. Big pain in the ass. It's a, you got to worry about it fucking burning your house down. Yep. Which is like, especially now that I'm a homeowner, the moment I walk out of this door every morning, I'm I'm a pretty anxiety ridden dude. I'm worrying about pipes busting. Did the furnace come on when it was supposed to? Is that fucking tree on fire? Is the tree is on my fire? fish tank leaking. You know, that's just the shit that goes through my head. Right? All the
1: time. Yeah. I, I feel as a, as a homeowner, that's pretty common for people. And then
0: and then it's not it's not really I it, now where I'm at like especially with all like the climate debate and you know I just want the fucking planet to be healthy and it's like we plant these trees, we cultivate these trees trees for Two to five years, and then we cut them down, we put them in their living room, and then they fucking die. Then they die,
1: yep. And, and then we throw them on the side of the road. Throw them
0: on the side of the road, or like me, I you know I cut it up and, and dried the last one that I had out and used it for firewood because I've got a wood-burning fireplace. But So it didn't go 100% to waste. But the amount of people that do that is, is very small. Very slim, yeah. And a lot of people just throw it out in the road. So I went, the first year that we lived in this house, Skylar and I went the day after Christmas... Had a had a real tree sitting right here. I hated the thing. Pine needles in <laughs> my carpet. I yep. still occasionally Sap. I still occasionally step on a pine needle really? that was embedded into the carpet, and it oh fucking God. jabs your foot. Yep. Then I get mad, and I'm in pain. I'm bleeding. Bleeding you for know, no it's, reason. It's just, just not great. No, not a good time. Um, but we went and got a artificial tree that's already got lights on it. Those are nice. Those and are w- nice. when I was a kid, I really enjoyed. You know, doing the whole, putting the lights on the tree, and, and now I just I, I just want to relax, man. Right, exactly. I don't want to fuck with a Christmas tree. It's because we're adults now. We don't want to do all that extra stuff. But my wife and my aunt and I were having this discussion at the pumpkin patch because I was kind of being a scrooge a little bit because I don't want to carve a pumpkin. I don't like carving pumpkins. I don't like decorating, doing Christmas decorations, and I don't like coloring eggs for Easter. Okay. I don't like doing that shit. It it's just re- not fun. That was reasonable. If my kid wants to do it, I'll do it. But don't pressure me into doing it because I am adamant I will not do it. Fair enough. Um, and my wife retorted with, well, I'm sorry that you didn't get to do that stuff as a kid. And luckily my aunt was there. She jumped in right away. I got to do all that shit. Right. I just never liked it. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, come on, let's carve some pumpkins. I don't want to. I just want to go play video games. I just want to go do something else. Let me take a nap or something. <laughs> no, we got we got to carve pumpkins. Got to have
1: the pumpkins. Pumpkins. Got,
0: fuck up pumpkins. <laughs> so, sorry to exposition for so long, but it's just like there's all these there's all these um, like cultural expectations in society right now. You don't have to carve a pumpkin to celebrate all. Exactly. Or, or you don't have to cut down a fucking live tree, that's not sustainable. That we should be planning to provide our fucking species with oxygen instead of a place to hang plastic on. Yep. You know, or, we don't have to do any. Or of that. plaster. Or plaster, um, or semen, or cats, or yeah, spooky just stuff, go there. popcorn. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's the it's the most stressful time of the year for me. I don't know how you feel about it, but.
1: Kind of, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't do as as much stuff. Like, I've never really, like, like I was a kid, I carved pumpkins and all that kind of stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. even when I got older, I'm like, eh, I don't have to do this. But, like, I'll throw a tree up, but, like, I, it's not a real tree. It's, you know, part of those plastic trees. And I'm sure
0: your grandparents appreciate the help. Like, Dave, will you please go get all the Christmas decorations? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You know, like, that. that's a feel-good thing. Yeah. Cause that's especially too like that's something that you and them share. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And last year was the first time we
1: we did that in like they because they have not been around Christmas time for about thirty years. Because mm-hmm. the tech they used to leave go to Texas right before Christmas. Oh, so
0: they'd always uh, go on holiday basically. Yeah, and
1: they'd stay for like four months. Mm-hmm. And now they sold their trailer. Just they're just getting it's too much of a hassle to travel. Yeah,
0: the travel travel's a pain. Yeah, it
1: really is. They they uh. I think the last, like maybe only last like six years that they fly, before they would just lo- they would just load up the van and drive. Wow! And then Grandpa kind of got tired of that, which I don't blame him. No, He's eighty four, right? So, and then they just their trailer park got to where like most of their friends were dying or dead or leaving, and then the trailer park became not. It was just only a retirement park, and then it became like. Families were moving in and stuff. It became like not a retirement park, and Mm -hmm. so they sold. So this first... Last year was the first time that we had like Christmas. I bet that was nice. It was. It was. We usually used to have it at my aunt's house, but we had it at my house, which is great for me.
0: Mm I mean, I could sleep in. Yeah. Wake up, boom, turkey. Grandma, turkey. (laughs) Need. (laughs) Davey need turkey. Davey need the turkey. Man, I'm so pumped for my turkey this year. Dude, I love turkey. Because now like... No offense to my grandma. I love you, Gran, with all of my heart. You're one of the few people on this earth that I, that I have emotion towards. No, oh. That's positive. Dave you're, <laughs> Dave, you're in there, too. Oh, shucks. Um, but, like, I've been eating my grandma's dried-out turkey for fucking 28 years now. Yep. And it's like, mm. So we went on vacation last year to Gatlinburg as Ooh. a family. My aunt, my mom, my sister, her boyfriend... And then Skylar, Ruby, and I went. We rented a cabin. Oh, nice! And originally, we were just gonna do kind of like you know, like National Lampoon style. We're gonna get pizza on Thanksgiving, or we're gonna do like Christmas story. We're gonna fucking go to a restaurant, or right. Something like that. Go to
1: Chinese restaurant.
0: Chinese restaurant, eat duck. Ra <laughs> ra 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 ra. Um, but uh, like leading up to it, I kind of thought, you know what? We're on vacation. This is something that my family has never done ever really gone on a family vacation. Right. And I'm gonna do it big. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put that cabin through its paces. I'm gonna make the turkey and the stuffing and uh my family, at least in my lifetime, has never really had like gravy and shit really? with oh, with gravy? Thanksgiving dinner. No. So I made uh, from scratch gravy, no Ooh. packets or none of that shit. You know, we did it big in the cabin. But I, I – are you familiar with the chef, Maddie Matheson? Yes, actually, okay. very much so. He he is my favorite dude in the culinary world, obviously, besides Captain Flavortown. Oh, duh. Uh, Captain Flavortown. <laughs> you can't hide the flavor. In flavor in flavor, we trust. Um, <laughs> but Maddie Matheson – there, there's a, there's a couple of videos on YouTube, like chronicling his life, like from his childhood until where he's at right now as, as a celebrity in the food world. Right. That guy was like a roadie and would do like grams of cocaine at a time. Yeah. yeah. It was very like Steve-O-esque almost, you know. Wow. Two weeks before he was to graduate from culinary school in Ontario, cause he's from Canada. Okay. Um, he just went on – one of his band – or his buddies has a metal band. He just went on tour with them. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck graduating, you know. She's So um, – but he, he he's just so different. You know, he's like me. If When I was a, a teenager, one of the things that I really wanted to do was to go to culinary school because I loved to cook. Oh, nice. Awesome. But, like, I'm really glad I didn't because – I, I feel like it's it's one of those things where I would do it so much that I would not enjoy to cook anymore. Right.
1: You kinda lose your the, the flair for it. Yeah, passion.
0: Yeah. Um but he has a video on YouTube of him doing Thanksgiving dinner. And I saw that video like a couple months before we went on vacation and he cooked an eleven pound turkey in two hours. Damn. Okay. Real simple, just a roast bird. My grandma has cooked a turkey overnight. Since I was a child. Oh god, yeah. It's, it's fucking dry, and I eat the fuck out of it. Don't Oh get yeah, me wrong. yeah. You definitely eat I'm it. I'm not gonna turn my nose up to Granny's turkey, um, but man, I'm cooking this turkey in the cabin, and my aunt's like bird dogging me. Mean, she's right over my shoulder. That turkey's not gonna be done. You only cooked it for two hours, Jackie. Please, <laughs> please sit down. Sit the down. The turkey's gonna be done. You know, and I'm. I'm Aunt Jemima in, it in the kitchen. I'm making fucking cornbread and gravy, and I'm just, like, running Damn. all over the place. And I bring this turkey out, and I let it rest, and I carve it up. And every single person that sat at that table said it's the best turkey, they, Thanksgiving turkey they've ever had. Awesome. My dick got so fucking hard. <laughs> then it because, got awkward. but Well, it got awkward, but it's like that is such a win. Yeah. You know? It's a bird, and people don't know how to fucking cook it. Yeah, exactly. Watch Maddie Matheson's Thanksgiving Cook the Turkey fucking video. It'll change your life. Let's check that out. It's great. I'll check that out.
1: I uh, my, my grandmother and my grandpa kind of both uh, help help with the turkey. So she lets him in the kitchen? Yeah, it's weird, huh? That's awesome. And he, he's the only one that carves it. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, he's the only one that carves it. Daddy's
0: got to carve the bird.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think a couple years ago, we even did a, uh, I think my uncle did it, they did a deep fried turkey, mm-hmm. and that was some good shit. Oh, it's great, man. Uh, deep fried turkey is where it's at. Yeah,
0: if you have a way to deep fry a turkey safely.
1: Yes, safely um, is the key word. Know,
0: not putting them in, in there frozen and fucking exploding and, and, or fucking catching your shit on fire and everything else. My dad has a deep fryer that sits on the, your kitchen counter. You put the whole fucking bird in it, close the lid, and it fries the turkey. You open the lid, pull it out. It's done. Wow. They're very expensive, yeah, so it's not feasible for the average dude. Um, but a good friend of ours, a mutual friend of my dad and I's, uh, Mike Stinson. He smokes his bird for like six hours oh, at damn. super low temperature, and then deep fries it. Oh my! That is the best God. turkey I've ever had. I can imagine. But it's like uh-huh. I look. I like when I was a kid. You know, we would have the turkey, and I just wanted to eat all the sides and shit. Like, I I could give two fucks about the turkey. Yeah. I'll make turkey sandwiches for the next two weeks. I just want I want a whole tray of deviled eggs to myself. Oh god, and yeah. I want, oh. I want to bathe my nipples in sweet potatoes. Oh, like I just want all the the sides, like man. Fat guy porn, right now. Fat guy porn for sure. <laughs> um, somebody out there is like, man, I am getting amped up. <laughs> I amped up. Let's do this. But, uh, um, like. You know, it was so satisfying. You know, it's in the cabin. It's cold. We're in the mountains. Yeah. Fucking eating that turkey with the tryptophan and Ooh. and all the carbohydrates. That nap was so satisfying. Yep. That's what I'm looking forward to, man. Color love that turkey. The nap. fucking turkey naps.
1: Yep. Oh my god, I am. I am too. Actually, <laughs> now that you mention it, I'm in.
0: Well, it's it's like, it kind of upsets me because we went to the grocery store yesterday and we were kind of browsing around. I'm very. I'm not a cheap dude. But I don't like to waste money. So, and this just goes to show how, like, anal retentive I am. But, like, H- Marsh, no. the supermarket. Okay. Okay. Closed, obviously, around here. They're all gone. They carried a brand of turkey that they were the only ones. Norbest was the brand. Norbest. Okay. And I fucking loved that turkey. Like, Fuck Butterball, I wanted the Norbest turkey. They went out of business. My dad works in the meat industry. Started talking to him, started doing some research. Most of the turkeys that you get... So, Honeysuckle White is one of the most expensive brands of turkey that you can buy in the grocery store. Opposite of Butterball. Most of the time, if you go to like Target or Walmart, the Walmart or Target brand turkey... Is either a honeysuckle white or butterball turkey? They're from the same place. Really? So if you're in the grocery store and you see that Market Pantry brand turkey for ninety-nine cents a pound, and the honeysuckle white for fucking a dollar eighty-nine or two dollars a pound, buy the generic one because it's the same fucking turkey. Really? Wow. And like, if you do research on what generics are, it's just out of spec. On one parameter. So it might have 1% more saline solution injected into the breast than the name brand one. Or it might be the fat content of that bird might be a little bit higher than the name brand one. You're going to get as good, if not a better bird if you buy the generic one. Mm generic. Really? Wow. That's good to know. A little bit of money saving tip for you there. Because like... What I was getting at is, I looked at the turkeys that Meyer had in the store yesterday. They're like three dollars a pound. Oh wow! I like I I would I would buy a couple turkeys and keep them in my freezer and do like a cookout or a fall party or right, yeah. a friendsgiving or something like that, or keep one in the freezer for like a summertime cookout. You know, have you ever had a barbecue turkey? They're fucking incredible. No, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, sign me the fuck up. Yeah. And, you know, you get 10 times the amount of fucking food that you do with a little chicken. Ex- yeah. And they're great. Man, I don't want turkey. But I'm not going to pay, you know, $60 for a fucking turkey. Right. Because that's yeah. dumb.
1: Very. So, that's my little. Grandpa always gets, like, a. he always finds a deal. Like, Meyer has, like, 49... 49- a pound or mm-hmm. something and him and I will go, him and I went, I think last year and it was like one per person. So I went and bought one and yep. then he bought
0: one. <laughs> that's the way, that's what you, you got, yep. you got to game the system. Yep. Cause if you don't game the system, they're going to take advantage of you.
1: Exactly.
0: You know? Um, And when I, before, so my last couple jobs that I've had now that I've actually got a career, my job right out of high school, I was, uh, I drove a concrete mixer Drove heavy equipment, stuff like that. I was okay. an operator. And the company that I worked for gave us a very substantial Christmas bonus, which was nice around the holidays. But they also gave us a Thanksgiving turkey and a Christmas ham. Oh, nice. And nice. I wish that more employers still did that. Because yeah. that, I mean, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, that was the norm. Right, yeah, Your company exactly. provided you with a turkey or a ham for the holidays. And it's, it's not... It's not that it's necessary, but it's like you know what we want you to enjoy the holiday yeah, with your family. Here ha- you go. Have this on us, you know. Right. I just wish I wish more, um, more businesses still did that.
1: Yeah, I I think I've only worked for one place that did that. I worked at uh, Dan Chan mm-hmm. for a while, and they did. I think it was one year. It was ham, and I'd got a ham. And it was just
0: me because my grandparents were in Texas, so I had a bunch of ham. Right. But if you think about it too, like. Even even if you're a single dude, but, like, if you're a single mom or a single dad or you've got a family and you're on a really tight budget, you know, that, that $20 that you spend on the ham, right. everyone should be able to have what they want for the holidays. Yeah. If you want a turkey on Thanksgiving, have a turkey. If you want a ham or a prime rib, maybe not prime rib, but if you want to have something alternative to a turkey, you should be able to do it. Yeah. And what it costs – it just goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the stress and and everything surrounding the holidays. You should not be stressed out around the holidays. Exactly, it's, it's supposed to be time for
1: family, mm-hmm. and, and then like like you said, I totally agree. And there's always that pressure to buy stuff,
0: buy, buy, buy. Mm-hmm. We're in a you know we live in a world where we have to buy. You know, consumer everything capitalism. everything has to be uh, based on the the ideals of consumerism. Yep. You know, it's dumb. It gets I agree. it gets me sad. I'm getting sad now too. I was thinking about turkey. Now I'm sad. Well, let's get back to turkey and <laughs> and uh, uh, sweet potato nipples. Sweet potato nipples <laughs> and anything else. Um, on Christmas, my family has prime
1: rib. So you mentioned prime rib earlier. We have prime rib on Christmas. Isn't and it great? It's amazing.
0: Like <laughs> I, I think I think that I would not want it every year because a man can only eat so much prime rib. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. But but like. Eating a turkey every year doesn't get stale to me because it's just it's a part of what Thanksgiving is. Right, yeah. It's in, in kind of ingrained almost. We do a ham at Christmas. There's times that I would rather have a prime rib or um, maybe another turkey at Christmas. Because right. ham is ham. Ham is ham, man. Yeah, ham is ham. No matter whatever it's it's fancy ham you're getting, it's ham. I've done a lot of fancy stuff with ham. I've bought uh ham that was just cured not smoked smoked it myself glazed it I've done a lot of I, I've done a lot of different things to try and doctor ham up. Yeah. And it's still just salted pig man. Yeah it's good but oh, like it's you delicious. Said, yeah. It's still it's ham. just salt pig. Yeah. Salt pig. Salt pig. <laughs> which I love. Um but you know salt pig gets old. It does. It does prime rib. Prime rib is <clears throat> is forever do you do you take your prime rib with lots of horseradish
1: i do oh. that's like i'm not a big horseradish guy but like it's i could it's, use some right now to clear these signs up yeah look at the sniffles a little bit of the sniffles
0: I, I i like today today has been an exceptionally bad day for me not because i feel really bad i actually feel pretty good nice um but it's like everything is trapped like right at the bridge of my nose uh. and i've done so much nasal spray the last like week and a half that I feel like number one I'm getting addicted to it but number two that like my nose is bleeding so much <laughs> that it's actually making it worse making it worse yeah so um, I've had to wean myself off of the nasal spray and I'm not not sitting too hot I'm not sitting too hot today with it Ugh. I mean I kind of feel like Charlie Sheen right now like I'm trapped on an airplane and I don't have <laughs> I don't have my bump spoon I, have spoon. I don't <laughs> have my spoon fuck we're all <laughs> just looking for our spoon I've got my aids but I don't have my spoon <laughs> shit
1: I'm not doing too bad today I'm a little rough I only slept like maybe three hours because I had some some crazy happenings last night what what, so. what
0: what happened Dave what was crazy
1: all right so I'm gonna keep this i've been I'm glad you brought this up we kind of talked beforehand mm-hmm. but uh I'm gonna keep it as vague as possible We're so not gonna name drop anybody na- no name dropping uh so I have a, good, a friend of mine a pretty good friend is I met him Dave I'm oh, yeah I'm is Dave. this
0: one of those where you're actually talking to myself person <laughs> No, no, it might be. Who knows? I mean, I wish we had like the the one of the running gags on podcast free is Blaine and I have always wished that we've had the backroom casting couch, okay. as the couch to sit our guests on. We've not um, acquired that yet. It's still in the works. But I wish for like these little talks, especially like with you and I. Because we have such a good rapport and we yeah. don't ever get mad at each other. Exactly. Um, I wish I had like one of those therapist, like a red <laughs> <Little> velvet. <laughs> you know, one of those like red velvet. Like thin, like yes. couch kind of. Yep. <laughs> I wish that I had that so we could uh, have this one-on-one right now. And I could sit here. A therapy like, session, Like basic instinct. Ooh. And then show you my ding and then. Ooh. And then, then,
1: I mean, you could do that now. It's fine. Yeah. They don't know.
0: Right. <laughs> I just did it. He saw my ding
1: yep it was glorious but so you had a crazy night last night yeah it uh it didn't start crazy but kind of ended that way so I have a fr a good friend of mine who uh lives out of town mm-hmm. lives a couple hours away you don't get to see very often I don't see very often probably been close to a year I think since I've seen him so and it's a
0: special occasion to get to see this yeah. person
1: yeah like like last like was it two years ago uh there's one like winter break that he was here like all the time like mm-hmm. every couple of weeks he was in town and it was it was fun. It was a good time, uh, but I met him online. There was a group I was in that was like a bunch of comic book nerds. One mm-hmm. of my, my buddy's friends added me, and it's from all all over the country. And I would get on there. I wouldn't post a whole lot, but I post like punk shit. Mm-hmm. And then he would like he just like picked up one day and like started talking about punk and metal and stuff. And then he went to one a chip show. Like didn't know this guy very well. I was like, I'll come to your next show and came in. Saw the show, like fell in love with the town, kinda, and like he's now now all of my friends are like his friends. Mm-hmm. And he comes into town, and he has a great time, and he came in Friday night for uh, there was a punk show, and our buddy Jason was uh, finally screening his new movie mm-hmm. in town, which is a great movie.
0: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty upset that I didn't get to make it out for that because I really wanted to. It was
1: really good. Like he he put a lot. You could tell that there was a lot of time, a lot of a lot of work went into this film, and it pays off. The score, not to get too tangent, but the score was amazing. Awesome. It was almost like its own character. Like it had that like 80s synthy kind of stuff. Mm. And then also since it's like a, it's a punk film-ish, like a punk film. Right. They had a lot of like local punk bands that were pl- that played in it and had this. Uh, no chips though. Chips was, didn't make it into there.
0: The chips don't always have. You don't always have to have chips. Exactly. It's nice. We love the chips, but you don't always you have, don't to, have, have to have them. Exactly. They're a treat. Sometimes they get stale.
1: Mm-hmm. But, but you eat them anyway.
0: Duh. <laughs> Duh. Now you got me thinking about potato chips again. Again. God damn it.
1: So he comes into town. Mm-hmm. And um, he like when he came into town, he's like, hey, I can't really stay like, tomorrow, like Saturdays. I can't stay too late because I got stuff to do. And it's like my brother's birthday. I'm like, okay, that's fine, man. And so we hung out and had a great time. I stayed out way too late. Mm-hmm. I don't do that very often anymore because – like we, we said earlier, old. we're almost thirty, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, fun, and so get that. I had a good night. I had to work at People's Brewing Saturday. They had a big fall bash thing jig, mm-hmm. and I got done probably about six or so. And Tyler
0: called me, which is not you, different Tyler, mm-hmm. Tyler Summers, the the equally as awesome but more handsome Tyler.
1: Mm, I don't know if I agree with both. He's just of not those. as beefy as me. Yeah, but you're beautiful. Thank you. You're, you're so I'm beautiful. big and beautiful. You are.
0: Sorry, I'm getting distracted. I'm getting lost in your eyes. <laughs> oh, God, don't do that. You know in uh, like the original Jungle Book when Mowgli meets the snake for the first time and it's got like the swirly eyes going on Yeah, and it's fucking entrancing him? That's what I was just doing. Yeah. Well, it worked. Cause just about put a spell on I'm him, hard. Because you know, I'm spooky. <laughs> hey, spooky boy.
1: But anyways, <laughs> where was I at? <laughs> and Tyler. Tyler. Yes. So Tyler calls me and he's like, Hey, um, our buddy is going to stay a little bit later in town. Cause he just woke up. He also works thirds. Mm-hmm. But, so he's like, sleeps weird hours. And so he's like, Hey, and he's like, you want to hang out for a little bit before he leaves? I'm like, yeah, cool. Come on over. So I went home and they came over and hung out and, uh, we had a good time. We played some like, uh, phone type games, like those, like, Jackbox games where you put in funny phrases and we're funny dudes. Mm-hmm. So, a good time. And um, my buddy, my out-of-town buddy, uh, is quite a drinker. I'll just go out and say he's an alcoholic. And I didn't know really the extent of it until last night, pretty much. But uh, So, they went and got beer. And they got a 30 rack and a 40. He got a 40 to himself. And I think I maybe had two... Cause it's late mm-hmm. and I'm an old tired man. And um, I think Tyler may have had like three or four. Mm-hmm. He had the entire rest of the pack of the, or the case and the 40 and he's drinking it like water. Like just, just and, and so it's all right. You know what I mean? Drinking whatever. And it's getting late. It's getting like almost two o'clock at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey guys, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to bed here soon. Like I gotta get
0: some sleep. Yeah.
1: Like I had I had an early podcast this morning mm-hmm. and I had this podcast today. So I'm you like, got stuff to do this evening. Exactly. I got some stuff I need to do this evening. And so Tyler was like, All right, cool. That's fine. And then our other friend that was there, uh, she's like, That's cool. And he just kind of ignored it pretty much. And he just kept getting drunk and drunker. And about two o'clock roads around and I'm like all right, well, I'm going to get going. And he looks at Tyler. He's like, hey, you want to... He's like, let's go to the bar. Go, like, see what, like, what party there is. And Tyler's like, hey, I'm going to go to bed, man. And he stayed at Tyler's house Friday night. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can come over and, and crash. And he didn't want to leave his car at my house. And I have a spare room. I'm like, you can sleep here, man. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Sydney, which is our friend. I can drop her name. I dropped a name. Oops. That's okay. Um, She was sleeping in the other room. I'm like, you can sleep in this one. It's fine. And, uh... He's like no, and I'm like and I was like it's, it's like, and eventually he's like I'm just gonna go home, and he lives a couple hours away, mm-hmm. and I'm like dude, you're not gonna go home. Like it's two in the morning, you're going through a time change anyways, mm-hmm. but and like it's two hours, just like just stay here, it's fine. And he keeps going on, he's just, he's, I gotta go, I gotta go, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, and I'm just getting, I'm starting to get mad at this point, because we're all there trying to help him mm-hmm. and trying to be there for him or for a friend of ours. And it almost got physical.
0: I'm not a physical guy. I mean, look at me. I mean I a lot of times like when you walk into the room, the first thing that pops into my head is let's get physical. Physical, physical. I mean that's that's I mean you are a physical dude. Yeah. That's but true, you're right? not you're not like you're you're a large man, Dave. or I'm a large man beefier than me just as far as height and you know we're we're, uh, we're thick spooky boys <laughs> we are um,
1: title episode title it's gonna be episode thick, title thick spooky
0: boys I mean we're big guys we're not we're not people that you're gonna push around right but we don't like go out of our way like it's one of the things that I've always hated about like drinking with people you've always got that one guy that when you're drinking he's like Come on, pussy. You yeah, know? exactly. There's always that one, that fucking, one guy fucking guy, and he 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 singles you out because you are either the one that's bigger than him, or you're the one that's closest in closest to in him girth as that as that person. You know? Right. And I'm, yeah. obviously, I'm not saying that's what happened here, but like, I know for a fact that you and I are the type of people that just blow that off. Yeah. Like, all right, dude, you know, go fuck yourself. I'm going to go over here. There's we, been several times where I, I could defuse the situation. We like well. to defuse the, defuse the confrontation or avoid it. We don't seek confrontation. Exactly. Yeah. So for you to say that this guy pushed your buttons enough that shit's about to get physical, that means a lot. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot. Yeah. Because you don't do that. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And, and like and he was just pushing it and like I was like, You're not fucking leaving. You can fucking stay here. Like I was getting, I was getting mad. And then he drops the like, cause he's a big guy. He's a large fellow. And he's like, Well, he's like, he kinda of drops this. I don't think he was trying to be shitty or, you know, trying to be a tough guy, but it came off. It just kinda of triggered me. He's like, Well, I'm like the biggest guy here. And I looked at him like, I don't fucking care. I don't care if you're fucking bigger than me. I have no problem taking you down. <laughs> like I was and I started like stepping up and I think Tyler kind of was like, Oh, hey. And I kind of backed. He's like, "Okay, I'm not going to drive home." I'm like, "Awesome, man. Cool, cool.
0: We we have come to an accord. Let's just keep hanging out. Let's get some rest." Yeah, you know, no harm, no foul. Exactly. But it and gets it gets it gets
1: spicier. It gets spicier. And I don't know if I mentioned, but like it was his brother's birthday, or we there, and he, then that's why he was going to leave early. Mm-hmm. And then he halfway he's like, he's like, "Oh, I see my brother all the time," and he's kind of mad at him for whatever, and he's like. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna blow him off. It's fine, and like he d- didn't bother him at all. But as soon as at we- least he acted like it didn't exactly, bother him. yeah, yeah. And, but as soon as we stop drinking, or you know, as soon as we stop drinking, we're all going to bed. He's he starts going that he needs to see his brother. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this just say situation diffuses We're talking to him. He's like, Well, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, and I live in a basement. And he walks upstairs, and he's gone for a little bit. And Tyler and I are talking, and then Tyler's like. I think I heard the garage door open. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I get outside, and I, and I go out, I walk out there, and he's in his car. And I'm like, all right, maybe, because he had clothes and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Maybe he's grabbing his clothes, he's grabbing his whatnot, and then I see it take off. And that fucking set me off. Yeah. I sent him a message, I'm like, we're fucking done, dude. Like, I just said, we're fucking done. And to, was- to,
0: have, to have someone, not just one person, too, to have a group of people saying, hey man, don't drive. Just sober up, you know. Sleep for a couple hours. I mean, get some rest. You yeah. don't need to take the risk. It'll be all right. Um, and then to blatantly just fucking sneak out. You exactly. Know, obviously, you're not you're not uh, this person's master. But you know, if something happens, they left your house. You were hanging out with them. It's your friend. You're exactly. partially responsible. Exactly. I'm partially responsible for it. So that's that's super shitty. And
1: then, like I, I decided not to message him at like that that right right away because he had, he texted me. He's like, "I'm sorry, it's his birthday." That's what he said. And so then
0: he tried to guilt you into feeling bad.
1: Exactly. Yeah, which is not cool. Yeah, and uh, I was about ready to like just read him the act, like the riot act. And Tyler Tyler brought up a smart. He's like, "Don't text him right now because he's, he's, he's driving." I'm like, "That's a good point." And so eventually, kind of calmed down. I'm still pissed they like Tyler leaves, Sydney goes to bed and I'm like, all right, I can go to bed. And I still, I was up for like an hour still. Cause I was just kind of
0: like, well, I mean, it, it puts you on edge. I'm sure that you were worried. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're pissed on top of that, you know? And, and all all that was justified for sure. Yeah. You know, if, if I, if I did that to you, I would want you to be pissed at me forever because I obviously have a problem if exactly. I'm that person. And, I have met, I have known a lot of people that have had that same issue, and it really takes, and it, and it's it's bad, but it really takes someone to just be a fucking dick to them, for them to have a reality check, yeah. because the coddling, hey, it's okay, you know, we'll work through this, That's we'll get you some help, you're a yeah. good person. Sometimes you got to be a dick to them, exactly, because they just want the attention. Yeah, and I kind of they feel don't have the it. problem because they want the attention. But when people are trying to help them, they fucking bask in the intention. Exactly. Like, like yep, I do have a problem. You're right. We're, you're right. We're gonna get better, and, and you know that's that's an endorphin trip for people. I'm 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 gonna do better, and then it's right back down the hole they go. Yes. Sometimes you just gotta be a dick. I've got a friend right now that I'm dealing with the same shit that unfortunately I've pretty much just cut off. Which is sad. It's, which it's is sad because you shouldn't have to. Right.
1: So, it's tough. Yeah, it, and it's just, it's just, I I, I messaged him this morning. Mm-hmm. I was still, I woke up, I was still pissed. I woke up way too early. I had like three hours of sleep, but whatever. But um, I, I messaged him saying like, like, you know, like I, it's basically like, so apparently like what you're saying to me is what well, my point of view is that our friendship is not, is less important than you drinking. Mm-hmm. Cause like, that's all that man does is drink. Like he gets off of work. And goes to a bar a couple blocks and closes that bar down. He mm-hmm. says that
0: all the time. And like then you said he day. also gets up on his days off and opens the bar and then closes it. Yes. Every, like every day that he has Every off. day. That is a problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Think about the amount of money that man spends in that bar. Think about what it's doing to his health. Exa- yeah. You know, it, it's there. there is obviously a problem. This man needs some help. Yeah. And I'm not trying to tell this man, if he listens to this, how to live his life, but you have friends that give a shit about you. Exactly. And and, and it, it, there's enough people that are saying, hey, man, you might want to seek some help. Yeah. You know, or at least try and get yourself on the wagon that it's, it's just not bullshit, you know? Yeah. Because you and I talked at the beginning of this right before we recorded that you and I will throw down with the best of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, and not not judge people for it, not not take it too far, not well, I'm only gonna have two beers. You know? Right. I, yeah, yeah. We're not those kind of people. I mean, we're just down home spooky boys. <laughs> Damn right we are. I mean, we're thick and spooky and delicious, like turkey. Get, get used to it. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like what we were talking about pre show was like I'm, I turn twenty eight this month. You'll be thirty next year. Yeah, May I'll be thirty. Our overall group of friends, and, and it's one of the things that I find fascinating about like you and I's friendship, Nick and I's friendship. Like, yeah, we we all have these little subgroups that we have all been friends with for a long time, and then as a community, all of these groups have just taken to each other yeah kind of like molded in a little bit and now it's just one big thing which is awesome and it's not really centered around anything other than we all just like to be around each other yeah exactly but there's some people in the group and and i'm not calling anybody out don't misunderstand me here i'm not attacking anybody yeah well yeah we're not i'm not saying any names at all but there's some people that we all like to party and have a good time but that's all they want to do. Yeah, it kind of becomes hey man, their personality. It's Friday night, we got a party. Hey, man, it's Saturday night, we got a party. It's Sunday, we got a drink all day. Yeah. Uh, call me lame or old fashioned, or maybe call me responsible. I can't afford to just drink my life away. I got exactly. other shit to do. Let's let's fucking play board games. Yeah, exactly. Let's go see a movie. You know when we when we when you and Buckles and AJ and I went and saw. Um, far from home yeah that was great that was fantastic why would I want to go to the bar and fucking spend let's say fifty dollars on booze we fucking experience that together and it was great yeah you know I totally agree I've not been trying everything to do more has stuff to be like that. not everything has to be nerdy but like let's go to fucking turkey run for a day and not drink yeah let's float but not drink good you know and I, and again I'm not calling anybody out I'm not saying anybody needs to change. We're just using this story as an example that's relative to our yeah. real life. And I've been feeling that exact same
1: thing for like months now. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I still want to hang out with my friends on the weekends. Right. I'm kind of getting over the bar scene. There's sometimes like, I, st- I love shows. If there's a show at a bar, right.
0: I'll go to it. That's totally fine. That's, I well, like especially if it's the North End pub. Yes. You got good beer. You got good grub at the pub. Damn right you, you do. Can fucking go bowl if you want to. Yeah. Play pinball. Play pinball. Play on the arcade thing they Arcade got. thing. Yeah. Go go across to Arnie's and get a good salad.
1: Get and then that good. Maybe good some hepatitis salad. A. Yeah.
0: That's they true. That because they have and that knowledge. Because they have that. And that's scary. <laughs> um Yeah, it's just our life isn't about drinking anymore. Exactly, and that's not a bad thing.
1: Right, right. it's still like in there, like it's still somewhat a small part, maybe, but it's not like our personality, our whole thing. Yep. And it's just, it just gets more and more. It's been frustrating me like that, and then just, just the kind of like you know, completely ignoring your friends to go drive two hours. He said he didn't drink,
0: but because they wouldn't party with you more. And then that was his expression of, well, fuck it. I'm going to throw a tantrum. I'm going to go home anyway. Yeah. You know, that's just not cool.
1: Yeah. And like, I'm not, I don't hate the guy. I'm not very happy with him. I might need a break. But. Is
0: it perhaps the famous dad phrase, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed? I hate that phrase. Man, I hate yeah, it too. Yeah, kind of. There is a lot of situations where it's, it's it pertinent cuts, though. cuts real deep. Mm hmm. But, yeah. I mean, because, like, you're you're exactly the same as me in a lot of ways. You just want people to be happy. Exactly. And, yeah. and successful. This world kind of sucks. It so. incredibly sucks. Yeah. It sucks a lot. It sucks real heavy dick. Yeah. Like, like not that heavy, dick, long dick. It's just heavy. Dick. Yeah, it's a heavy dick. Heavy dick. Um, We just want everybody to be happy and successful and enjoy life, man. Yeah. And life's about more than throwing fucking booze-fueled tantrums because you couldn't run up to the fucking liquor store and get a couple more King Cobras. Yeah. You know? Ugh, King Cobra. <laughs> I knew I knew that would trip you. It there. did. Ooh, it did. But it's, it's just, I don't know. It's sad. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that.
1: I Yeah, it's just, it was bothering me all day. So I'm glad that we could kind of vent this out. Yeah. And it's just... You know, like I've I've been there, you've been there. Oh, absolutely. Drank you know, drank a lot, like I've cut way down, but I would never consider myself an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I joke about it.
0: Well, I think I think what sets and, and, and again, we're not tooting our own horns here, but I think what, what kind of separates us from the alcoholic conversation is we are cognitive enough about it to say we got to tone this back.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like this is getting much. And
0: then actually follow through with it. Right. You know, I might have, I think at this point now, I might have one beer a month. Wow.
1: I'm not quite there yet. Well, it's just, it's just there. because
0: I've been working so much with right, school yeah. and stuff. You know, if I was, you know, I've been working Friday nights. I've been working early Saturday mornings. Oof. So any of the Doom Room shows I haven't been able to go to, stuff like that. Um. I mean, I think really the last time, the last time that I tied one on was uh, the Fourth of July party at Nick's. Oh well, yeah. And I and I had to leave early, you know, on top of that because I had to work the next morning. Right. Um, that was a fun time. Though. It was. We had a good time. Yeah. Lots of lots of festivities. I love festivities. But I, I actually I, I mean I take a lot of pride in the fact that I've been able to dial it back the way that I have. Because I mean there was a time when I worked um, when I worked that job had the rotating shift. yeah, I would kill a 30 pack, if not most of a 30 pack each of my days off,
1: which that's a lot that's, that's a, a lot. lot of beer. That's I mean I, beer. I
0: would drink from six o'clock in the morning until, You know, 6 o'clock in the evening. So, obviously, 30 beers over that time frame. You're spreading it out. But still, that's still a lot of beer. It's a ton of liquid in your body. That's a lot of beer. That's a lot of Jägermeister on top of that, too. Because Jäger's my favorite um, liquor. I have to be in, like, the mood for (laughs) Jäger. Do you want to know a quick fun fact about Jäger? I'm sure I've told you this before, but Jäger is not supposed to be consumed as an alcoholic beverage. Really? Nope, it is a digestive aid. Okay, yes. So you're supposed to eat and then have a shot of Jaeger. You can sip it or take it as a shot after you eat to settle and relax settle. your stomach.
1: There's another alcohol that the Spot carries that my buddy Jim loves called Fernet. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's yep. like an herbal – it's got booze in it, but it's like an herbal like digestive. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm there, he's like, "Let's get a shot, Dave." I'm like, "Okay, I'll take a shot." And it's always Fernet, and it's gross,
0: but it does make my tummy. See, feel I like better. it. I like that black licorice, herby. I don't have a problem with black licorice, like, like you know the star anise and all the, all the exotic things it's, that are in Jagermeister. <laughs> man, I just I love it. Like whenever my dad's in town, my parents stress me out like a lot. But whenever my whenever my dad is in town here, or I am visiting him. And we go out, um, whether it's to a restaurant or a bar, um, we start our night with a shot of Jägermeister. Right. And I like it so much just because I like it. But that feeling of what it does to my stomach, just I mean, it's almost relaxing to the point where, okay, I don't have to pace myself. I mean, obviously, I have to pace myself because I'm a responsible human being. Right, exactly. But like... I don't have to worry about eating, and then you know how sometimes, like, you'll go out, you'll get bar food, you'll fucking have four or five beers, maybe a couple shots, and it's like, well, I've got the shits already. Yep. You know, you start, we always start with the Jaeger, and it's like, okay, I don't have to worry about it as calms much. things down. Yeah, I can get that fucking greasy bar pretzel with all the cheese, oh. you know, like, it. I don't know. It's it's kind of a it's kind of like a ritual for my dad and I. My dad and I has or my dad has one of the big Jagermeister like frat paddles that's got all the slots for the shots in it. Oh wow, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like three and a half, four feet long. Damn. And so it, it like the shot, the the um the slots in the board for each of the shots has a shot glass assigned to it. So all the way at the end is a big fucker. It's almost a full glass of Jägermeister, oh, and wow. then each hole gets smaller all the way down to basically the tip of the hand, or not the tip of the handle, but the top of the handle. Top of the handle, okay. And it's just like a regular or a mini shot. And I mean, when my dad lived in Houston, there was a couple times that I was down there that we killed that entire board a couple times. <laughs> wow. My dad and I really like Jägermeister. <laughs>
1: Apparently. Okay.
0: So. But, yeah, I mean, that sucks that you had to deal with it. I'm glad you got to vent about it. I appreciate it. This, I feel a lot better about
1: it. Like, yeah. I'm still
0: kind of pissed at the I mean, too, you should but- be pissed, I feel like. Um, and it's a tough it's a tough place to be because should you be mad at the person? Yes. Should you be mad at someone who has a problem? No. No, exactly. Yeah. Should you be mad at someone who has a problem, acknowledges that they have a problem, but doesn't do anything to fix it? Abs a fucking loop.
1: That's exactly what. What? So not to call him out, but that's exactly what it is. It's
0: it's a tough place to be.
1: Yeah, he's even mentioned last night that he's been to rehab twice. Really? Yeah, he was in the military and they had like rehab in there on mm-hmm. one point, and I, that kind of like just kind of went. Didn't sit well with me when he said that, mm-hmm. kind of like joking. Almost just, like he was bragging about it.
0: Yeah, a little bit, but it was like he was talking Or maybe about, he was just seeking attention.
1: Yeah, kind of more of
0: that. Yeah, I don't want to call the dude out too much. Like, I am pissed at him, but like, end of the day, I'm still friends with him. Right. You just want this guy, like we said earlier, you want him to be successful and healthy and happy. Yeah. That's what, we, that's what Dave and I want for everybody. Damn right. I except, don't know why I looked,
1: there's an audience. Except
0: looked, like people murdering Kurds yes or like nazis yeah people could murder nazis wait no wait yes no well and you you might feel differently than i do but like i would just like the nazis to realize the error of their ways and to just not be nazis anymore yeah honestly yeah you know i would i like to eradicate nazis absolutely yeah um if if they're given an option of of like actually being reformed and not being Nazis anymore, should we murder them? No, probably. I, I mean, mean maybe some of them. It'd be a real fucked
1: up. But but yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I, I saw I saw a video a long time ago. It was a tattoo artist that was like a former like white supremacist that like reformed. Oh, yeah, and he would he would do this like he would do free cover-ups mm-hmm. for other reformed and they would cover up the swastikas. Yeah, and I all saw their that. That was great. Tattoos. Yeah.
0: We need so, more of that. Exactly, I agree. You know, we we talked about it a little bit um, earlier about how like awful the world is. You know that it is like that is that is. I mean, if you if you break down every society and every culture, and it's all fucked up everywhere. You know, people in our government are fucking kids, and people in the Middle East are fucking and murdering kids. Yep, and it's just like. In Africa and Asia, thousands and thousands of kids are starving to death every second. Yeah, right now. Right now, someone speak. a kid is dying every every syllable of every word that I say, and it's like it is just fucked up. So, like the the smallest glimmer of hope that a person who is a white supremacist can change and reform. And do it not for attention, but because they they re- realize the error of their ways, and then they are like a beacon for other people to do that too.
1: Striving to do better.
0: Striving to do better, because you're, n- you're never going to reach perfection no. in anything. No. Not musically, not artistically, not um, professionally. You're never going to attain perfection. Exactly. Because no one is perfect. That's ex- exactly Odin. right. Odin. Odin was perfect. Odin. It's Odin. true. Thor was pretty cool too Thor. eh, Thor's pretty cool Pretty cool Not perfect Definitely not perfect Um, But Like That is such a small Glimmer of hope And we need More of that As a people Yes Not necessarily Like Obviously we need more of it But we need to see it You know Because when we When you turn on Any social media Mainstream media Like anything It's just negative 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 Yep Fireman saves cat from the tree. There's your little glimmer of positive, instantly flooded and overshadowed by all the negative. By the, exactly, and it just fucking
1: sucks, man. It really does. And like I've kind of been realizing this a little bit. This is I don't want to get political. Because I'm not really political, but like there's always that you know, like you know, conservative, Democrat, Republican. I hate that. Yes. I hate that there's part political parties. Yes. I don't know if that makes me an anarchist, I don't know, but I don't believe in political parties. I, like it's uh, to me it's like a divide and conquer is what they're doing. Yes. It's exactly what they're doing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um and like it's I mean I've always kind of knew that, but it's been a, like last couple of weeks or so it's been hitting me more and more
0: like it's just divide and conquer. So I I wanted to be a politician for okay. a long time. I structured and And like schemed and like a politician does to set myself in place that when I graduated from college, I was on the track to be a fucking politician. And I realized that that was, number one, not feasible because of life and because I didn't want to be a grimy piece of shit. Um, Yep. But like where I'm at right now in my life, I've come to realize that if you strongly align With either party, let's just say the main two, Democrat or Republican, that's okay. The problem is when you vote Republican just because you're Republican. Exactly. Or you vote Democrat just because you're Democrat. Every issue should be a bipartisan issue. Every single issue from the most mundane and minuscule thing all the way up to, um, you know, issues of state and, uh, you know, fucking war and, you know, the top-tier shit. Right. It should all be approached from here's our parameters, here are the facts, here are the the possible outcomes of this. You know, everything should be looked at through the lens of not just what is going to benefit Our people, but what is going to benefit and not um, what's the opposite of benefit? Hinder, hinder, hinder or hurt any of the other people involved, right? You know, we we can't take a neutral stance on everything because that's not feasible, just exactly, just like obtaining perfection. But I feel like. You know, if we lived in this fantasy world where money was not a part of politics, that would be a big step in the direction of obtaining that. The government forgets and has forgotten the entire concept of they work for us, we don't work for them. We can exist without them. Yeah. Would life be more difficult? Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, it would. I agree to that.
0: But it would still it would still continue. Yeah. Can they exist without us? No. No. Boom. I mean that's that's um, as that's as philosophical of a way as I can put it. Because it was well
1: done, well done. There,
0: thank you. There are people that have given me some feedback on the show um, prior to my exit, and some of the things that I've heard. Well, you just ran about the same thing over and over again. Okay. It's because it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed, yeah. It's, it, we, we are on the precipice of either complete and total, like, nirvana or fucking doom right now. Yeah, Yeah. Because it is up to our generation to take control of what our parents and their parents' generations fucking did to us. Am I saying that everyone owes our generation, the millennials... Everything. No, but children should not be starving to death. Exactly. Children I agree. should not be starving to death, and politicians should not be fucking children, and it's, it it be okay. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at. Same. I'm glad we feel the same way. So, um, not to let politics hijack the
1: show at all. I'm, because re- I'm, re- I'm really not a political person at all. Like, I, I know
0: what, I know some of the goings on. But it's just, it's tough because you can educate yourself and educate yourself and educate yourself. And it's an ever changing organism. It's almost like a virus. And I made it a negative connotation for a reason because government is a bad thing. Yeah. More government is bad, less government is bad. The more government you have, the more the government has control of your life. Yep. The less government you have, the more control the businesses and corporations have of your life. Which is a whole nother, uh, whole other beast. And in reality, it's, it's one amalgamation of just shit. Yep. And we are not powerless to stop it, but we are between a rock and a hard place. Yep. Because some shit's got to go down to make a change. And it's up to our generation to do to it. To do it. Exactly. And that's that's where I'll leave the politics discussion for today. I got one more discussion. One, Hit more, me. Uh,
1: one more for the politics. Hit me. Do you and I call the White House with all the nowadays, with all the goings on, political and otherwise? What? The loony bin. My man. <laughs> Tyler that's said that mood. joke like 30 times yesterday. <laughs> and he just said, with all the going ons, politicals and otherwise. So I had to sneak that in there. <laughs> like, seriously, it was like, 30 times. <laughs> but it didn't get old. I mean, it did after a while. Maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe the 28th time. Yeah. Like, hey, man.
1: All right. I, I get the goings I get on. It. I get the goings on, political and otherwise. Mm.
0: Man. But I just slide that one in there. Mm. Slide in your DMs. I, I appreciate any time you slide in my DMs. I'm really glad that we could get this done today. Yeah, I am too. Because we tried to do it last weekend and then, you know we both had commitments that kind of took, took precedence. Took, took precedence. Thank you. Um, I mean, I got a couple other things that we can riff on before we take off, but I feel like we've hit some, some pretty heavy stuff.
1: Yeah. I didn't mean to get all heavy with you. I'm no, not that's normally okay. a heavy guy, but it just, it was weighing on me and it was a good debate.
0: Like we always say on the show, it's free form for a reason. Like jazz. Like jazz. Because one, one, one day we're going to hit the saxophone real hard. And then, uh, the following wednesday or the following sunday if you and i record um next sunday we might hit the fucking trumpet real hard yeah we might even bring some french horn in it might be a little jazz ska, jazz fusion. ska
1: thing get the upright bass in the mix mm-hmm.
0: Just get slap it too slap that bass. slap it to bass. slap it to bass, man but um what what else is good in dave's world hmm, do you like do have you played any good board games lately
1: I honestly, this is kind of bumming me out. I haven't really played a ton of board games in you, a while.
0: You and Buckles and a couple other people and I have been trying to get a board game night in the in the works. I feel like for three or four months. Yep, that's what it feels like. Pretty much the entirety of the of the late spring and early summer. And, you know, Buckles has been working a lot. I've been working a lot. School is yeah. back in session. There's just not enough hours in the day.
1: Exactly. I've been working a full-time job and two part-times. so Busy, busy boy. Busy boys. We're all busy boys. We, but we, we need to do that because I miss do. doing it. I did last weekend. I was able to play some board games with some friends, but mm-hmm. it was all like party games. That was still fun. Nothing like big, dense board game or anything. Right. We played some, uh, some five-minute dungeon. If you mm-hmm. played that, it's yep. a lot of fun.
0: I... Uh... Not yesterday, obviously, because it was Saturday. But Friday uh, at work, I was the guy that I was working with, and I were talking about board games and and some of the stuff that uh, we like to play. And uh, one of the podcasts I listen to is called Androids and Aliens. It's a live play of Starfinder. Oh, nice! The tabletop cool. RPG. It's from the same people uh, that do the Glass Cannon podcast, which is a Pathfinder uh, podcast. Okay. Um. But they're all like actors and comedians and playwrights, which is cool. Not like big name movie actors, but the comedy is fucking hilarious. And I played um, that week's episode while him and I were were fabbing some stuff up, and he fucking loved it. Really? And you know, he said, you know, I don't really think that I would want to play play that style of game where I roll dice and stuff, but this group of guys, it's it's fine. It's I'm sorry. It's five guys and a girl from Sweden. Oh, wow. So okay. there's a little bit of a, a culture barrier, and the comedy is just fucking hilarious. Um, but he's he enjoyed that episode enough that he wants to listen to the show. That's awesome. See that Which, originally, I listened to the show, and that's what made me want to play that game. Right. So I'm hoping that's eventually what happens for him um have the same with me there's a podcast we both are big fans adventure zone I was gonna go there next. did you oh. see the trailer for season three on the way here I watched it my I man. mean I didn't watch it because i'm so I'm so excited they're going back to d and d i am too I'm really excited for Travis to sit behind the the yeah. dm's chair Travis is
1: one of, was one of my favorites in there just Justin's like by far Justin is my favorite yeah justin is the best
0: did you have have you finished amnesty yet yes Was that not fucking incredible? It was really
1: good. It was really good. It wasn't
0: as good as Balance, but it was equally as good in every other way.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and because of that, because of Amnesty, uh, I'm playing uh, uh, Monster of the Week Mm -hmm. on Dungeon with Dudes. Yeah, you need
0: to invite me on
1: for that because I
0: really want to play Monster of the Week real bad.
1: I want to play it also. But yeah, maybe we'll do some like cool one one shot thing, like do a one shot because the <laughs> the characters they have going on in this like what I have going is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's
0: it's hilarious. I am still uh, slowly working through the backlog of dungeons with dudes. There's a lot. There's a lot, and some of them are rough to get to. Well, I, rough. I waited. You know, I've 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 explained this to you and Nick and Buckles, a couple times. I like. The little bit that I had listened to in the beginning of you guys playing uh, the Curse of Strahd, I loved it. Oh, nice! Thank so, you. thank you. Appreciate in that. good conscience, I've been spoiled with Critical Role and the Adventure Zone and androids and aliens, where I had such an immense backlog that I would never get caught up. Well, I mean, I would get I would get caught up, but like while I'm at work, I could listen to podcasts all day long. Right. Yeah. So I gave Dungeons with Dudes basically a year head start on me. And now... Now you're going to get into it yep. nice. Yep. So I've I've been, appreciate it, man. I've been appreciate listening it. as much as I can um, at work because I've been real busy and haven't got a lot of podcast time lately. Um, but yeah, I'm cruising through your guys' stuff. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, obviously, it's great stuff. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. When you guys get done with, with uh, Dungeons & Dragons, I'd really like... That to be a part of yes, the, definitely I will definitely dungeons with dudes because that would be fun to play. Oh yeah, especially like Nick's a big sci-fi guy. That's what anyways, I'm he
1: would love it.
0: Even even if every cast member stays the same. Like I know all of those guys enough that th- they would fucking love that. Oh yeah,
1: A- Alex Watts. That like I think he's even talked about it at work. Like he wants to play that.
0: And I'm, we're talking about Starfinder for anyone uh, intrigued at this point about yes. the game that I thought that I referenced, but I didn't. Yeah, I don't know if we actually. I don't remember, um, referenced I don't remember it. if I said it or not. <laughs> but it's Starfinder, uh, space fantasy mashup in space.
1: Yeah, it's like D and D, but. Get but laser guns.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's fucking cool, man. And the rules the rules are great. It's intuitive and not overly complex. Which like is, Pathfinder can be. Pathfinder can be very complex. Second edition, I'm so what's going on in my world, obviously, besides work and school, uh in our interim of Dungeons and Dragons that we were playing in, I've been playing in a group. Oh, nice. Um we're doing Ghost of Saltmarsh.
1: Oh, I'm I'm in a group doing
0: Ghost Soul too. Are you? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. But well, my buddy's running that. That's yeah. awesome. It is super, super fun. It is. I'm, I'm really liking it. Nice. Um, and then I also got invited to play in a second edition Pathfinder group. Okay, which I've cool. never played second edition Pathfinder, but I'm gonna go give it a try. Nice. I've um, not
1: played second edition either.
0: It's a lot more simplified and streamlined and it makes me excited to try it. Cool. I'm not super excited to play it because I like 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons so I much. Do I, I do too. It's a just lot. fun to play. Yeah. You know, it makes RP worthwhile and it makes when you earn something as a group, it, it just feels good. Yeah. You know, we, um, I don't know how much you've played with Ghost of Saltmarsh yet, but we got a ship last night. That's awesome. Like a full-blown ship. Because we just got a ship Two sessions ago. Fuck yeah. (laughs) So, our group is, you know, like, my best friend and I, before we ever play D&D or any RPG like that, we always sit down and we build our characters together, you know, we hash out whether our characters know each other, whether we don't, because you never know who else in the group you're going to play with, you never know who you're really going to vibe with, and... What I've enjoyed so much about this is, you know, Saltmarsh is in Eberron, so you don't have to worry about any of the, the Faerunian stuff that a lot of the times is just irrelevant anyway. Yeah. Eber, or not Eber, It's not Eberron. It's Greyhawk. Greyhawk, um, yeah. But Greyhawk's more like Game of Thrones and less like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. it's just visceral and, you know, more gritty. Very. And, like, we got on the ship last night. And um, just fucking murdered him. Nice. <laughs> they, uh, We tricked him into thinking that we were the crew that was supposed to receive the goods. And um, the guy that's like the face of our group was, was chatting up. And I just casually, like, leaned against the railing behind the guy he was talking to. And then fucking stabbed him. Nice. And then it all kicked off from that. It was just, we had a really good session last night. Our group has quickly found, like... Everybody's roles, and you know, it's, 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 it's just when a group clicks, man. Mm-hmm. That's like that's, that's the word I was getting to. It just feels fucking good. Yeah,
1: um, that's that's hilarious because we, like I said a couple of sessions ago, we also found a boat. He's running a little bit different because he, we, we basically played a, um, we've been doing this for about a year and a half, about a year, mm-hmm. and he, we played a like intro game. It's like the, it's like the eye of something. Trogdor, dot not Trogdor eye of something and it was like a, a 3.5 thing that he updated for this oh, okay, okay and it kind of bled into Ghost of salt marsh mm-hmm. so we're a little bit different but ours was similar except they came to us mm-hmm. we were out we, we walked out of the bar and there was lizard men that attacked us and a whole bunch of drow and like almost most of us almost died spooky stuff yeah it was spooky we it was rough. <laughs> My little halfling dude. What are you barely made? It. What are you playing? I play a halfling a
0: bard. I'm playing a human rogue. Nice, nice. Rogue's my favorite class. Rogues so, are great. So it's just nice. We just got to level three last night. Nice. We hit fifth. Nice. So yeah, I'm really hoping that as we continue to play this group, and I'm hoping we get ours up and running too. Yeah, I hope so, I hope so too. Can I know find we have some one. time. But I really would like to. I'm enjoying Saltmarsh so much and I know, obviously I haven't read ahead or anything, but right. like I know it is a very small module. Yeah, it's not very... It's it's a basic campaign setting and then here's a bunch of one shots for you to go do. And I would really like to just take like Tales from the Yawning Portal and then maybe like Waterdeep Dragon Heist and then just change the name of Waterdeep and say well, this is this city in Greyhawk and here's the tales from the yawning portal stuff too and then Set in that. and then just keep it keep it going cuz the settings irrelevant exactly yeah you know um, i just it's it's fucking fun i hope we get ours up and going i need
1: to i had a I had a blast the our characters are great mm-hmm. uh, the, the interaction <laughs> we have is and, fantastic e- and
0: even if we made new characters you know if if we went in an entirely different direction i really like I feel like AJ is getting better as a DM. Yeah, he's, he's realized some of the stuff that he's made mistakes on, and he's being a little bit more prepared now. And you and Buckles and I—it's just—it's magic when the three oh, of us God. are sitting on sitting it's, around the table. You it's know? something, man. Um, giant, it's giant giant statue dicks and everything else. <laughs> but so I've got the Starfinder core rule book, and I just purchased—I just ordered actually—the beginner box. Which is another core rule book, the beginning of an adventure path, and then like eighty pawns. So you've got the minis with it too. Oh, cool! So if and when Dungeons do this, ready, I got all your stuff, fam. That's
1: fantastic. Papa, I know
0: where Papa Bear will supply you oh, with whatever you need. Oh,
1: we're we're, we're always looking because I know uh, here fairly soon. Uh, Chris Strahd's gonna be wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick expressed interest of trying to DM. Which is I'm mean, super excited for because I love I love DMing, but I also kind of want to play on the show. I want right. to I want to be a role play on the show. I,
0: I like to DM too. You know, I, I mean, right right behind that little spinny thing is, uh, "Horde of the Dag- Dragon Queen" and "Rise of Tiamat." And if you've got, like, some people may not mind it, but I I want to lean on the pre written adventure as much as I can. Yeah, I, I'm the then, same way. And then the spots where I want to adjust and add things, and and do downtime, and today, today, and today, or in today's session, it's going to be intrigue, and and we're going to do shopping, and you know all that, all that mundane stuff that people don't normally like to do. That's the stuff that I really like to hype up and make my yeah. own.
1: And you have a good balance between combat and it rolling. can't
0: all be combat because exactly. it's just boring. Exactly. I stab him again. Yeah, I combat's roll, fun. I it's... rolled a fifteen okay. plus two. Yeah, you know that gets old after a while. But we, I mean, when the story and the combat and all the, you know, all the downtime activities and your characters, whether you have a backstory or not, the character that I'm playing in Saltmarsh, I basically made a sorry Dave. Oh, no problem. I made a combination of Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Nice. So his name is Bard Uno. Instead of Han Solo. Wow. It's really dumb. It's really dumb. I like it though. But it's like, one of the things that the Glass Cannon Network does on their podcast that I really enjoy is anytime they have a player character or a named NPC, they cast that character as an actor or actress. Oh, okay. So when I sat down, when my buddy Andy and I sat down to make our, to get our characters, you know, our frame of mind right and, and build our characters, before i did anything i knew i wanted to play rogue cuz that's my favorite that's my favorite right. in the in the game besides bard i feel like rogue and bard are the two best classes in the game
1: i uh my first experience with the bard was actually this halfling that
0: i'm playing and then in our game we play a bard i'm i, I enjoy it i love it it's it's just fun cuz you don't like, some of the classes are so specialized, and we're talking about 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons here. Some of the classes are so specialized and geared towards one small set of things that, like, you become a one-trick pony. Exactly, yeah. And with the Rogue and the Bard, you are a run one-trick pony with, with a, like, a small handful of things. But you are okay at everything else. Exactly. So it just makes it more fun to play. It gives you more options. Um, so yeah, hands mm-hmm. down, those are my two favorite classes to play. But when we were sitting down to get those those characters dreamed up, I knew I wanted to play a rogue, and I knew I wanted him to be like Han Solo and in Indiana Jones. That's awesome. <laughs> so like last night, I kind of. I didn't con everybody into doing it, but, like, I explained, like, how they cast their characters, and it makes RP a little bit easier, because we've all seen a dozen movies with Harrison Ford in it.
1: Exactly. We, we, My you, guy
0: is young Harrison Ford. Right. You know? Minus the carpentry. And... Minus the carp. Well, maybe. You know, I, I don't know, never you don't know what never background know. I took. That's true. That's true. I took Smuggler, obviously, because it was the right one to do for Han Solo, but... Yeah. Um, it just... It makes RP... Like especially if you do a lot of theater of the mind stuff, which I like to do. Not everything has to be minis and battle exactly. mats and yeah. Um, but like if you say I'm playing a half work barbarian and I cast him as Ron Perlman, like in my mind, when we're conversing. When I'm hearing your voice, I'm hearing Ron Perlman's voice. Right. And it's not like I know a lot of people, and myself included, I'm really self conscious, really self conscious about like trying to do voices and accents. It's hard. It's hard to do, man. There's a reason I am not a voice actor. Yep. Because I can't do it. You know, I've got Canadian, uh, Minnesotan, and. Fat, spicy, spooky boy. I yeah, mean, that's 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 my list of what Same. I can do there. Um,
1: I have red blooded American.
0: That's yeah. the one I've got the most. Prime rib American. Prime rib American. But uh, it just it, it it helps the immersion and it makes RP more fun. Yeah. And everyone last night took to it. Uh, my, my buddy Andy cast his guys Gary Busey, which is it <laughs> nice. Make, it makes one hundred percent sense. It's fucking hilarious and nice. it just feels good. I kind of
1: I had I played a, a wild magic sorcerer that was kind of a Gary Busey esque.
0: Wild wow, magic sorcerers are just cool anyway. Yep, yeah, they are. What happened? Uh, everyone turned into elephants. Why? I don't know. It just happened. <laughs> it just
1: happened. That worked. Sorry. I'm playing another D and D game. We're doing like every like once a month or so. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, Brian Steele, which you know Brian Steele. Mm-hmm. Uh, his son, who is ten, Connor, mm-hmm. uh, expressed interest in playing D and D.
0: And so who's who's running
1: it? Uh, Brian. Cool. Brian's running D and D, and it was cool. It was like Brian like, Connor came to him and it's like I want to play D and want to learn how to play because his dad is a giant nerd. He plays play what? forever, and uh, he
0: he's his like, dad is one of my favorite name? nerds. He's, ever. A, he's he's
1: one of the best nerds.
0: Mm-hmm. He's one of the best. It's just a he's a good nerd. He is. He's a good nerd. You're a good nerd. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he asked Connor. He's like, who do you want to play? He's like, well, you know, his step sister and like you know his mom. She mm-hmm. played a little bit too, and she's like, well. He, he goes, well, Uncle David plays with you guys, right? And Brian's like, yeah, i not as much as I'd like because we're both busy. Right. We're spooky, thick boys, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, maybe Uncle David wants to play. And he immediately messaged me. He's like, Connor wants to play d d with you. I'm like, ah, uh, sign me in. I'm in. I'm in. And like two weeks ago, we had our first game. And he's playing a, a fighter which is standard. That's fine. He's playing. it. It's
0: one of the most fun classes. In exactly. The game because that's one of the ones that's simple and it's, it's, it's geared towards one thing, but you still have the freedom to do whatever, do whatever you want. want. And you're not, ah, I swing my sword. Like you can be fighters. One of the ones that's no holds barred. Yeah. It's yeah. not shackled. Be whatever you want. Yeah.
1: He's playing, he's playing archery fighter, which is super cool. He's like, I want to shoot a bow. I'm like, awesome. And, and uh, it's fighter's
0: better than ranger too, so
1: yeah, he made the right choice exactly. And then his stepsister, who I think she's eleven, like right around there, ten, eleven, she play she's playing a tiefling rogue. Mm. So I'm like, okay, cool, It's near and dear, yeah, to my heart. right there. And uh, I think his wife is playing a dragonborn barbarian, I believe. Fuck yeah! And I'm playing a a tortle. Mm. which is a turtle person. Yeah,
0: hide in your shell and get that yep. 30
1: AC. I'm playing a turtle paladin.
0: Are you doing Oath of Ancients? Because uh, it makes the most sense to do Oath of Ancients. You're a big spooky turtle boy.
1: I was thinking about that. I was thinking about I was thinking about Devotion. Because the way you set up, I,
0: I picked Torm, which is kind of like Crom a little. Right. And so... God, you and I, one of these days here coming up, Everyone write this down in your little notebook. Do it. Dave and I are going to have a Conan the Barbarian day. Oh, my God. Let's we need do it. it. Let's do it. Oh, please. Can we? We need it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm Because in. you and I have been talking about having that day for a year. You just reminded me again.
1: Yep. Crom, strong on his mountain.
0: Law of Steel. Fucking
1: like Riddle of Steel, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so in. Let's do that. And so, like, yeah, my total paladin is kind of like he's like the worships the god of basically crom mm-hmm. and um it's a blast like we and our very first combat we did because we, we had some good role playing and stuff and uh first one against goblins you can't get more D D than first session goblins
0: get them goblins
1: get them goblins and we came up we went to this. Like, we were tracking these goblins down we found them there at a camp mm-hmm. and like everyone's being sneaky except for me because i'm a giant, a giant turtle, turtle.
0: And the nice best- thing is though you don't have to wear armor. At exactly. All, yeah. So you don't get disadvantage on stealth. Yeah, but I just am not stealthy. You're just not great at it.
1: Yeah. And uh, uh, his name is his name is Nordle. Because I literally love Nordle the Tortle. <laughs> in in the description, one of the example name was Nortle. I'm like, I'm gonna be Nortle. And Nortle's like flaw because they all have like you know they mm-hmm. all have flaws. His flaw is he like uh, basically worships. A hero of like, you know, like a hero or a God. So I made Yusef Strongshell. And so I just tell everyone about the greatest hero that ever lived, Yusef Strongshell. And we're.
0: <laughs> that is awesome.
1: <laughs> the first game, there was some farmhand we were at. I literally, like the entire trip, I was telling him about Yusef Strongshell.
0: Hey, have you heard about our Lord and Savior? Yusef Strongshell. Yusef Strongshell. <laughs> you have to give that really dramatic pause. Like, you said structure. Star well, no, that's great.
1: Like yeah, um, and then our very first combat, the very first roll that Connor has ever rolled in D&D, 20. natural twenty, nice, and he killed the Hitler chief goblin. He chose not to kill him. He hit him in a in he a, did, a spot, he did a little
0: non uh, non lethal damage.
1: Yeah, and uh, first shot killed the or knocked out the goblin.
0: God, that? that is so awesome!
1: Yeah, and apparently Brian messaged me. He what next we're playing? And he's like, Connor's still talking about it, and that just makes me feel good because my first D and D experience was with my dad. So it's just that's cool awesome. that he's running a game for his son, mm-hmm. and like I got a little weepy, and I was like, Oh my god, ah.
0: I did that one. Ah. See, and that's you know I I've thought about that a lot here lately. You know, I I bought the D and D Essentials kit here recently because yeah, I, I was because I was going to get prepped to. Um, you know, I had tell, told you and Buckles and a couple other people that I was going to get prepped and, and to, to do my own because I've kind of got the itch to DM again. And, like, when I play here, a lot of times it's in the evenings when Ruby's in bed or, like, today, you know, we're doing this podcast. Skylar and Ruby had some stuff to go do. Um, so Dad got a little bit of quiet time. Quiet-ish quiet like, w- time. But, like, when I'm playing all, this, all these games, you know, that, like, for me a long like when i was a teenager i had i was adamant i will not fucking play that that is dumb now i'll paint tiny plastic figurines and and play warhammer 40k but yep. i am not playing dungeons and dragons that's dumb cuz i'm not a virgin <laughs> but uh it has been one of the most profound and relaxing. It is my stress release. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It, it, it has helped get my anxiety under control. It has helped get my depression under control. It has helped meet new groups of people. It has helped you and I connect or yeah, reconnect. reconnect. Um, you know, Buckles and I are great friends now. Yeah. When, you know, in the beginning, I didn't know that guy from Adam, and I probably wouldn't have approached him. Like to, to try and be, you know, good buds with. Yeah. Um it's I mean, AJ and I are closer now. It's just it has brought so many good friends of mine together and made them more than friends. You know, and, and there's a lot of um YouTubers that I watch on Dungeons and Dragons because I'm that fucking hardcore about it. But that. um there's a lot of them that talk about like the community aspect and the camaraderie, and how there's going to be times in your game, whether you're running it or you're playing it, and something something incredible or wacky or heart-wrenching happens, and you are, whether it's that continuing game or in a different game, years down the line, you're going to say, hey, remember that time uh, your character's name was Gorthag uh, Kitschaff. <clears throat> Remember that time that we were on the bridge over the chasm, the rope bridge, and you cut it, and you and I held on, and all the, the goblins and orcs and shit all fell into the chasm and died, and then we climbed up it, and we survived. Yeah. And we escaped. Like, it's not... Hey, do you remember that time that our characters did that shit? Yeah, remember
1: it's, we did this. We did it. Yeah, you have those and, fond and, memories. And it
0: I mean, it gives me goosebumps when I talk about it because it is just How can and I get it because people are uneducated and they don't really know what it's about. And like you've got like there is a fucking underground Dungeons and Dragons ring in, in Hollywood right now that yes. Joe that Joe Manganello is putting. He's on. starting, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like you get somebody Like Joe specifically, you know, he's been on the cover of, of, um, men's, uh, like men's fitness, fitness, health and fitness, all these, like, he is not what you would imagine as a Dungeons and Dragons player. The big show is playing Dungeons and Dragons now. I
1: didn't know that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, they did a, they did a, um a couple games and I think he's starting a campaign called jocks Machina where it's Joe Manganello, Travis Willingham, the big show, some fucking CrossFit world champion. Like they are all tanks. All, yeah. their, their whole party is nothing but tanks. And then they're playing D. That's yeah, so they're awesome. Playing and That's it's, so it's so just, awesome. it, it, it oversteps any boundary that you can ever have. And the, the community, the com- camaraderie, the, the friendship, It's all great. Dave and I strongly urge anyone who has any reservations about playing Dungeons and Dragons or any tabletop role-playing game for that matter, just try it out. Just do it. Just play it. And if you can't find somebody, look on the internet because there's ways to get around that. Someone's always playing these games. Exactly. And they're they're fucking great. They're so
1: much fun. I have fond memories from years and years and years ago of Mm D&D. Like campaigns where we fought dragons and i still it's engraved in there like you said
0: earlier you'll never forget it yeah got anything else dave i don't think so that's a really high note to end on yeah i'm in a good mood
1: yeah me too we we got kind of deep there for a while and kind of political and now we we got a high note
0: you gotta end on a high note well brian if you listen to this thank you uh for playing dungeons and dragons with your kid with your kids, kids, yeah, and uh, and their uncle Dave, because yeah. that's fucking great. It and was. I, it's fan- it's so I can't wait to do that with Ruby because I know for a fact she's got an imagination like I do. That's great. That's and we're awesome. We're gonna have good times, much like we've had today. Yes, yeah, on Podcastrophy. This has been a great podcast. We're touching each other's legs. Folks. Yeah, we are. Deal with it, America. So, um, you know, if, if Dave doesn't have any closing thoughts. I just want to thank everyone for listening this week. Yes, thank you very much. Um, I'm not entirely sure when this episode's going to air, so I'm not going to assign it a a, uh, a number title. Uh, this has been episode whatever, thick spooky, Ooh, thick spooky Boys. Thick Spooky Boys. Thick Spooky Boys. And you can check us out on any of the podcasting services. Just look for Podcastrophe or Podcastrophy Pod. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. It really, really helps us. Yeah. Check out our Patreon and the rest of the Journey into Comics Network because shows like Journey into Comics, Dungeons with Dudes, Brews with Dudes, Poor 360, all those all great shows. Some
1: And some upcoming shows.
0: Upcoming shows. Dave's got an upcoming show. I do, like later this month. Later this month. By the end of this month. It might get spooky. It, it's, you should do a spooky one to end the month. That's a good idea. I think so. It's, it's spook it up. Mm-hmm. Get like the worst. Just spooktastic 9000. That's the title of the movie. Spooktastic 9000. I like that. Well, I like you, Dave. I like you. Thank it, you. This has been fun. And I appreciate you driving to my house and recording this episode. I I would do it any time. And pal. fighting the technical difficulties that we fought for <laughs> almost an hour to start the show. Well, you fought I talked about potential. Well, we I, I called like Blaine and Nate and no one would answer me. <laughs> but through sheer willpower, anger, and probably a little bit too much cholesterol, we Amen. got this episode done. Thanks again for listening. Yes, thank you very much. We'll see you guys later. Say bye, Dave.
1: Bye, Dave. <laughs> See ya. you <laughs> later.